Biatch. Oh, do you ever use like home skillet or like home slice? I think I used home slice, which is awful. Use those in a sentence. Yo, homie, you're my home slice. Yo, homie, you're my home slice. <laughs> is that bad? You're, you know what, Sarah? I don't know if you were cool back in the 2000s. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. You made it here. You're joining us. You love romantic comedies. We do as well. So this is a show where we rewatch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today we have Senior Year. And you could be listening to us on Spotify. Make sure you follow Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave reviews wherever you're listening to us. It's so easy for you to do, and it helps more people find us. And as well, if you hear anything that you really just, ah, need them to know about it, you can talk to us on TikTok at Romcom Rewind. You can email romcomrewind at gmail.com or fire us an Instagram DM at Romcom Rewind. We have a message from Lisa. She says, Hey there, I discovered your podcast recently and I am loving it. I've actually started rewatching a bunch of my fave rom-coms because of you guys. Suggestion. One of my favorite rom-coms is a little British movie called Chalet Girl with Ed Westwick and Felicity Jones. Would love to hear your take. Felicity Jones, I love. I know, me too. I haven't heard of this one. So that must be relatively new-ish. I don't know. I'll have to uh, take, a, uh, take a deeper dive into it and, and definitely add it to our watch list. The movie we're doing today is new. So we did do our, our listener survey. Thank you to everyone who filled out our listener survey. And one thing that did come up is uh, new releases. You would like to hear more new movies from us. So we're giving you a new movie. It's senior year, a 2022, I don't know why I said it like that, a 2022 <laughs> romantic comedy directed by Alex Hardcastle. You can find it on Netflix. It's a brand new Netflix release. Senior year, the, the year is actually 2002. And the story is that of Stephanie Conway, an Australian immigrant and newly ascended cheer captain, an all-around popular girl. Stephanie has dreams of being the prom queen, but after a high school disagreement, some sabotage from her arch nemesis, Tiffany, a severe injury occurs and Stephanie is left in a coma until 20 years later. The year is 2022. She wakes up. And with a mission to restart her life where she left off, she teams up with her old friends Martha, played by Mary Holland, Seth, played by Sam Richardson. She also plans to reunite with her high school boyfriend, Blaine, played by Justin Hartley. Oh, and by the way, Stephanie, when she's in her 30s, played by the amazing Rebel Wilson. That's your lead-in for senior year. What are your thoughts? Okay, here we go. When I was in high school, I had the perfect life. I was already cheer captain. I had the hot boyfriend, and all that was left was prom queen. Oh my god. I think there's been a mistake and I've been put in the wrong room. Dr. Johnson to the third floor, the cheerleader just woke up. Don't mean to be a bitch, but cheer captain. I was really weary when I saw the trailer for this movie. Me too. Yeah, me too. I thought it was going to be really bad, which I hate to say it because I'm a big fan of Rebel Wilson, but Netflix sometimes tries really hard and it just doesn't hit. I was just really afraid because I thought, oh, going back to high school as a 37-year-old, how good will this really be? Well... Let me tell you, it's really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it and will 100% be watching it again because it like it just had great writing, great casting, really funny, like belly laughing jokes. Like I was laughing out loud and I know you were too. I could hear you when you were watching it. Um, such a good representation of wanting to be popular and what it takes to be popular in the early 2000s versus now in the 2020s. If you remember Y2K and everything that came along with it, then you will thoroughly enjoy this one. Yeah, this movie, this movie was really solid. I do agree. There was one moment where I was dying laughing out loud and there were probably a few other out loud, like, <laughs> yeah. ha <"Ha-ha,"> moments. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I snorted. Wow. <laughs> that's new. We have never heard a Sarah snort on the pod before. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. <laughs> Sorry. Sarah's Sarah's about to ask me the question if we're going to leave that in or not, and we're absolutely oh, leaving that in. And I know. I know that. 
Um, uh, yeah, th- this movie's very funny, especially for a newer romantic comedy. We have, however, seen the body switch premise played out before. We have, yes. 13 going on 30. Freaky Friday. In but, a way, it's similar to Billy Madison. But see, I don't think of this as like a, a, a body swapping. It's not a body swap. I don't but think it's it's in that realm at all. A moving through time. Like even Rebel Wilson herself did Isn't It Romantic. She's still in the same body, but it's different. That That is true. That is true. It is similar in context. She also is in a coma and Isn't It Romantic. She does the fish out of the water character types pretty well, <laughs> I gather. Um, the thing that really pulls this movie together for me is how true we stayed to the late 90s, early 2000s, the verbiage they used. I think they really walked the line, a, a very funny line, where she's at like a woke-ish school in <laughs> yes. 2022 what does it look like if this early 2000s friggin' cheer captain, like, of course she wants to, like, oh, my God, Instagram famous? I want to be Instagram famous. <laughs> Absolutely, she needs to learn that, like, gay is only a term that should be used as a body positive way to refer to someone who has interests in somebody of the same sex. Unfortunately, we made bad jokes about that word mm-hmm. before in, yep. like, 2002. They found a way to make it funny, but not inappropriate and offensive, if that makes sense. Absolutely, Yeah. Um, which is an extremely fine line. And I just thought the writing in this movie was really interesting from the character of Stephanie. Like, I found they really flowed the story through those moments of like, okay, everything that happens, this is a 90s cheer captain or a 2000s (laughs) cheer captain. How does she react to these things? What are the words that she says? Um, I just love the verbiage in this movie. I will say, though, there is a frightening thing where, like, every now and then she'll say something that you know was popular in the 90s, and <laughs> it's still in your vocabulary, yeah, and you're like, oh, shit, <laughs> I gotta stop saying that. That's, oof. So it kind of kicks off in 1999 at Stephanie's 14th birthday, which she has her 14th birthday with her parents there and her two best friends. And they're at the hottest place to be, which is the bowling alley. And this is kind of the straw that breaks the camel's back where Stephanie decides after she's made fun of um, at her birthday party by some of the cooler kids, she has made a decision that she will become popular. She strives to become the cheer captain of the cheer squad, gets the hottest boyfriend by junior year, who is Blaine. By senior year, her goal is to be prom queen. She wants that crown because that will be the ultimate the ultimate goal of her entire life, which... That is popularity. That, that is, is popularity. in high school. Yes. Prom queen. Yes. On her way to school that day, she drives with Seth in the morning every day to school, which is one of her best friends. She believes that she can be the Diana Russo prom queen 1995 with her rock and bod and her super hot husband that that is what she's striving to be prom queen prom queen and that is the life she wants the things that this girl strives for the bar is low very low yeah and we we learn a little bit more of why she's striving for those things later on can i say though you know if you watch the trailer you kind of know the premise of this movie there's a chick in the 90s she is in a coma. She wakes up as Rebel Wilson. Were you doing the same thing as me that like any time it's like Final Destination. I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? I honestly thought she was going to get into a car crash. Uh, <laughs> they got in the car. I'm like, there it is. She's going to get. And then they get to school. I'm like, oh, it's not the car crash. And every time I'm like, ooh, is she going to slip on a banana in school? What is it like? What's going to happen? That's going to toss her into the coma. The whole beginning of this movie. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> I didn't think that at once. Oh, really? <laughs> Like, clearly the Final Destination movies really had an impact on you. There's a moment in the car where Seth's forehead starts bleeding, and I thought, I'm like, there's something going to fall from the sky and kill him, and she's going to go into the coma. Yeah, the whole time. (laughs) I will say... Trying to figure it out. (laughs) I will say that I refuse to drive behind transports that are carrying logs. Logging trucks? Oh, terrifying. And that is solely based on my fears from the Final Destination movies. Same with uh, roller 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 coasters coasters. were ruined for a couple years. Tanning salons. Oh, see, I never had that problem. They get locked in the tanning beds. Those three stuck with me. I don't know the other ones. We don't really need to go down. No. We're watching watching a romantic comedy. We don't need to get stuck on Final Destination. (laughs) I just thought that. But anyone who knows about the Final Destination movies, they understand. Yeah. So you know what? Pause the pod right now and try to watch the movie. Try to figure out when she's going to get in the coma. There are a few moments where you might think this is the one. I I didn't see that. I feel like I'm going to have to go watch it 
again to see. Yeah, but now you know. You know how she gets in the coma. <laughs> We're going to tell true. you in a few minutes. This is true. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if you, you... You spoke about this at the very beginning, that they did a really good job capturing the late 1990s and the early 2000s. Yeah. The, they get to school that day. Stephanie is wearing butterfly clips in her hair. Which, like, were all the rage. I did not notice. Okay, no. but did you notice Blaine's necklace that he wears? It's, like, it's not the shell ones, but it was, like, similar to the shell ones. Do you remember those necklaces? I, do, I, I remember necklaces that guys wore, yeah. Yes, yes. Honest to God, like, my brother had one of those, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, God, like, that was, like, the coolest the, like the bees. It was knees. like the surfer guy kind totally, of. Totally, yes. Yeah, oh my God. And all Blaine needed was some frosted tips and he'd fit right in. Oh yeah. So before the, I don't know, I guess it's a pep rally that they were going to have later that day. Yeah. So before the pep rally, Stephanie finds out that not only are people going to a different party after prom, but it is Tiffany's party that they're going to. Tiffany is the antagonist of our movie. She is. So there is a bathroom scene in the girls are both in the bathroom and they end up going at each other with slang. This was spot on. The comebacks, the insults, everything. And it reminded me of the slang used in the movie Clueless. Okay, so let's test your uh, 2000s slang verbiage. Yep. And I'm going to say a word and you're going to have to use it in a sentence. Let's do it. Okay, so um, bling bling. Or bling, just oh, in general. bling, bling. Like, you guys remember Nelly? He had that bling, bling, that ice <laughs> on his neck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it actually originated in rap music. Uh, yeah, I know. That's bling. why I picked oh, it. Okay, I okay, couldn't remember. Was it Chameleon Air? They see me rolling. They hating. I love that song. They're trying to catch me right in there. Because he also had a lot of bling, guys. Don't he forget. Did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one of my favorites was Chillax. Oh, chillax. Yeah. If somebody's like, hey, we're smoking weed and the cops are coming, like, chillax, bro. There's no cops around. Okay. Like, living on the edge there, Devin. I'm trying um, to use it in a sentence. To, to chill or relax. Or, no, sorry. To chill and relax at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, the phrase was associated with people who smoked pot and didn't work hard. Are you reading that? <laughs> yes. What? And you're upset with the way I used that in a sentence? I know. I was on the friggin' money, Sarah. Okay, but I have to tell you also, it's a. this is cool. The first time this phrase appeared in in a film, allegedly, was in the 2003 horror film Final Destination 2. Oh, my God. It's just funny that we were just speaking about it. That's kind of creepy. Let's I know. move on swiftly. I yes, don't like that. Yes, yes, Definitely. <laughs> um, noob. Oh, noob. Like, if you're playing a video game and somebody's a noob, what a I, loser. I feel like that, like, was it written out with two big O's? Some, well, sometimes it was the zeros instead of the O's. Oh, the zeros. That's why okay. it looked different. Ah, uh, okay, good. I'm glad you clarified that. I was going to say, I'm glad we're playing this out where I'm the one. <laughs> I didn't realize I was a content matter expert on 2000 slang. Well, I guess you were. It's a little I embarrassing. Um, sketchy. I oh, feel yeah. like I feel like that's kind of still used sketch. Oh, I use sketch or all the sus. time. Uh sketchy, yeah. We all know people who are sketchy. You see that girl over there? Super sketchy. That's hot. Oh, that's hot. Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie fame. A hundred percent. That's hot was great because it was like a two word sentence. <laughs> that was the end of it. It wasn't a sentence, it was yeah. just that's hot. And it was the that's most it. outrageous things that were hot. Like, oh, that's hot. Like, I literally can picture them saying it in my mind right Guys now. Guys with frosted tips. Oh, my God. That's, that's hot. hot. Yeah. When they were, like, farming on the, on, like, on the, well, yeah, on the farm. I, that's hot. God, <laughs> she had such a weird career arc, didn't she? And she yeah. became a DJ, and now I, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched the... Uh, the documentary, right? Oh, that's they right. Documentary, yes. yeah. Okay, last one. What's up? Oh, what's up? Yeah, yeah. What's up? But but then there was also the the commercials like a what's up? Is it that? Oh, it. This one is um two s's and not z's. What's up? Yeah. But there's she there was up. the option of the two z's as well. Um, I don't think. Okay, hold up. You don't have crunk on your list. Uh, no. Use crunk in a sentence, Sarah. My dance move tonight is going to be. Crunking? No. Did you say crunking? Crunk. I feel like you had it. Oh, like let's, but so like close. it's more like a let's get crunk scenario. <laughs> oh, let's like, get crunk. Oh, is it drunk? 
No, you didn't use biatch either. Biatch, you don't really need to use in a sentence, but I find that I've one used funny. Biatch, because then you didn't actually say the word. <laughs> That's right. It's like a, a fun way of getting out of it. Used in the movie Thirteen Going on Thirty, though. Really? Yeah. Which is a much more pleasing movie than friggin' Final Destination. It absolutely is. I like that. Okay, I love that. Biatch. Oh, do you ever use like home skillet or like home slice? I think I used home slice, which is awful. Use those in a sentence. Yo, homie, you're my home slice. Yo, homie, you're my home slice. <laughs> is that bad? You're, you know what, Sarah? <laughs> I don't know if you were cool back in the 2000s. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> okay, wait, can I redo it? <laughs> no. Home slice. Yeah, well, You're okay, my sure. home slice. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Isn't that It's like, what's up, home no slice? Homie, you yeah. can add it in with the, what's up? What's up, home slice? Okay, one that what's I remember. Home skillet? One that I remember. That's mint. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to re- get away. Yeah, I know. Hey, homie, you're my home skillet. Like, Stop. oh my God. You know what that is? That's sketchy. You, you're, you're the one holding the drugs oh, and the cops are going to figure God. it out for sure. I'm heat. Yeah, you're heat. You yeah, exactly. That? You're heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like another one. was like 2010s maybe. But yeah, 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 yeah. It was a little later for sure. For sure. <laughs> oh my God. That was funny. Okay. So back to the movie. At the pep rally, the cheerleaders are doing their routine, and some of the girls purposefully don't catch her, and they actually let Stephanie fall. Which was all masterminded by Tiffany. It I don't think was. Tiffany thought that she was going to get into a coma, but she basically took two girls aside, and she's like, here's the plan. We don't hear what the plan is, but clearly the plan was, let Stephanie fall. She could have died. Well, she did go into a coma, so the next thing we see is 20 years in the 20 future. 20 years in the future. She's now 37. She wakes up. Stephanie has woken up after 20 years of being in a coma. And she just like nonchalantly walks down the hall. There is no way that she would be able to have any like legs, like strength in her legs to be able to walk down the hallway after being in a coma for 20 years. That is literally the first thing that I thought of. I was like, oh, there's no way. We're living rom-com world here. She's (laughs) going to wander around. And eventually, you know, somebody... One of the nurses puts on the PA like, the cheerleader's away. (laughs) That was funny. That was really funny. And then, of course, everybody comes to Stephanie's rescue, and she does realize, like, oh, my God, I'm old. I'm Rebel Wilson. I'm 37. Yes. So she is in the body of a 37-year-old, but still has the mind of a 17-year-old. To her, it was just yesterday that she fell. Yes. And so one of her best friends, Martha is now the high school principal at their old school. And so Martha comes to visit Stephanie to say, oh my gosh, like, it's so great that you're awake. So happy to have you back, you know, whatever. And they're driving home. So Martha, Stephanie's dad, and Stephanie are driving home. And Stephanie is adamant that they go by Deanna Russo's old house. And guess who lives there? It's Blaine, her old boyfriend, and Tiffany, her arch nemesis, and the reason she fell. Yes, the reason she fell, and she they're now married. They're together. They have yes. a child yes, who we they do. meet later. Who we meet later, yeah. And that same night, Seth, her other best friend from high school, drops off a yearbook, and looking back at all the memories, which for her is just yesterday... She decides that she's going to go back to high school, do her senior year, become cheer captain, get prom queen, and live her dreams with that crown on her head. Again, same goals, because she's still 17. (laughs) So she gets to school on her very first day of school. She somehow convinces Martha, who's the school principal now, that she is going to go back and basically redo the last two months of her senior year, which is what she's missing. Martha agrees. Lots has changed. The fashion has changed, but like in a way it hasn't because right now we can say in 2022, a lot of the 90s and 2000 trends are in style. So you're right. That that was a, something that I noticed because in 13 going on 30, Jennifer Garner looks atrocious in some of her uh, get-ups yes. and in some of her dresses. <laughs> Whereas in this, Rebel Wilson looks a little bit outdated, but it's not like... It's not horrible, let's say. Probably because those fashions aged a little better or have come back into fashion. I think they've come back into fashion, right? So, like, we're all, like, the only thing that I can say that I'm, like, not looking forward to coming back into full fashion is low-rise jeans. Okay. Leave those in the grave. (laughs) And um, thin eyebrows. Just 
leave them be. Don't touch your eyebrows. Don't touch your eyebrows. Yeah. Don't do it. It's fine. You're gonna like, be you're gonna be okay. In five years, they will it will no longer be cool to have thin eyebrows and then you will not have growth. She's walking down the hallway and she can see everybody getting text messages and things like that. And of course, back in like 2002, cell phones really weren't as as modernized and as streamlined as they are now. Like we use our phones for absolutely everything. They're basically mini computers. So she pulls out to be cool, right? Like her goal in life at this point is to be cool. She pulls out her calculator. I'm pretty sure I have the same calculator to pretend like it's a cell phone and she like pretends to like text blah 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 and walking down that hallway she runs into Seth so she has yet to see Seth yet um but she runs into him in this scene and they catch up and it turns out he's the school librarian um because why wouldn't her two best friends from high school now work at said high school that she is now attending it's the setting of the entire movie, so we had to pull them all in, right? <laughs> because that just makes sense that everybody works at the high school. <laughs> so after her little chat with with Seth, Steph goes to visit Martha in her office and says she's having a great first day and she wants to know how to get back on the cheer squad. Martha says they don't really need anybody new. There's only two performances left. And Steph says, well, they'd be lucky to have me and this head still needs a crown. Martha then informs her <laughs> that there's no longer a prom queen or king at the school, but the only way to get the, that back is if they were to petition for it. She has a new goal in her life. Steph is determined to reinstate the prom king and queen. And at lunchtime, she sits down at a table with three students who obviously instantly become friends with her. Right. Uh, she tells them that there are three ways to be popular. Be a cheerleader, work at Abercrombie, or let guys go in the back door. Can we talk about stores, like retail stores from the 90s and 2000s that I don't even know if they still exist or not, but I <laughs> okay. feel like they're just etched into my brain how absurd they are. All right, all right, let's was, do it. Was the Abercrombie store similar to the Hollister store? Because I vividly remember the Hollister <laughs> store being absurd. Like, you can never do that now. Yeah, like Abercrombie was actually like a little bit worse than Hollister. Really? Yeah, in terms of like, don't get me wrong, I loved Abercrombie and I loved um, Hollister. And like the the polos that you'd get from there and like the obviously the sizing is ridiculous there. It's not as bad as it was, but. But you remember going in those stores, you couldn't see anything from the <laughs> outside. It's like they blacked out the windows <laughs> and then you go in. Yes. Completely dark. And not you're only... just wandering around, <laughs> yeah. and there was always like very aggressive scents. Like oh. somebody was probably just spraying cologne. They actually did. They Ugh. doused the entire store. Like they had somebody go around and perpetually like spray their their specific Abercrombie and Fitch cologne throughout. Did we all own Abercrombie and Fitch cologne? Yes, we all did. <laughs> Answer yes. Answer we did. yes, we did. Um, Remember how weird that was, though. Like, yeah, at they, the time we didn't think it was, was weird, it but a now bit looking culty, like maybe, yes, you know, maybe it was, M maybe it was kind of culty. <laughs> but I find that they've revamped themselves. Like they have, like I actually bought in the last year two pairs of jeans from Abercrombie and Fitch, and I love them. Sarah, absolutely, they had to rebrand themselves. That was a lawsuit waiting to happen. For one, <laughs> scent free workplaces, guys. Like, there's no way you oh, can still yeah. spray cologne everywhere. So true. Also, like, I don't know if there's a liability issue with a store being that dark. Feels like somebody might have tripped and broken a leg, and they're like, all right, we got to turn the f lights on. Well, okay, and there like... was this big thing that they would only hire people who were really good looking. Oh, my God, right? Um, like they would get resumes and they, they, they look you up and down to see if you fit the, like, you know, the brand. And then they'd write whether or not on your resume, you were like a callback or not. hundred percent. I remember that too. And they also just had like uh, sizing, I'm sure was yeah very inaccessible. But like I said, like I, I actually really like them. Now yeah. I've never, I haven't bought anything from Hollister in a very, very long time, but Abercrombie has like totally rebranded. So yeah. So Abercrombie was yeah. a fun store. Yeah. Hollister. Yeah. Is American Eagle maybe a little bit nicer? Like a little bit. Oh, I love American Eagle yeah. as well. You know what? You know what was absurd? And it's <laughs> it's kind of become more absurd, but in a different way. Hot Topic. Oh Do you remember God, when like yes. My Chemical Romance was huge and yes. Hot Topic? That was back when Hot Topic was actually um, scary. Like you'd go oh in God, there. Yeah. Intimidating. There, there are people with like face tattoos and shit and you're like, whoa, this is... 
this is intense. Now, Hot Topic's like bubblegum punk. It's like adorable, <laughs> you know? Is there still Hot Topic around? Yeah, I'm quite sure. So the three students that Stephanie sits down with, Janet, Yaz, and Neil, they tell her that the most popular girl in school is Brie, and she won't sign Stephanie's petition because she's too she's too cool, um, and she's an influencer and has three million Instagram followers. And going live is the new popular. Of course, Stephanie has no idea what any of this means. She tells Stephanie, "Oh, I can't sign your petition for prom queen and prom king because I've made a paperless pledge, so I only deal with forms digitally." I'm like dying when this is happening. <laughs> Because it's just, like, absurd. Even at work, like where I work, they're like, oh, try not to print things. Be environmentally friendly. I'm going to tell people that I've taken a paperless pledge. Paperless pledge, yes. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, But guess who her mom is? Her mom is Tiffany. It is. And her dad is... Blaine! Absurd. Oh. Of course. So that we're, we're tying every character in. Every character from her past either works at this school or their kid goes to this school. So everybody's still in it. And Brie, we're sensing a little bit of animosity now between Stephanie and Brie. A little bit. Like, it's not over the top, though. Like, you don't... Like, I mean, her Aegis post is a little much. Hilarious. <laughs> it, it was really bad. Like, <laughs> of course, Stephanie wouldn't know what a selfie was, right? Yeah. So there's a few pieces up till now that kind of... You, you realize that the school has changed since the early 2000s. And and Martha has really pushed for these changes of equality, you know, students being individuals and like have, being your best self and having individuality. And part of it, though, I think Stephanie thinks that Martha has really turned the school into a baby daycare. Yeah. And that does come to a head when Stephanie is going to try out for the new cheer team. Yeah. Like no sexy dancing, no stunts anymore for cheerleading. We would do that, but our freshman year Brie Loves made an Instagram post saying that cheerleaders were anti-feminist. Her post got like 7 million likes. Seth shows Stephanie finally she gets her hands on how social media is used and she just goes wild. She's now obsessed with getting followers. So then eventually we get to well my best scene which is Stephanie and all of her her new friends Janet and Neil and Yaz. Yeah, all them. They're at Janet's house and they're, I think they're studying for something. They're working on something together. And Stephanie gives this really impassioned speech about how <laughs> we need to bring fun back to this school. We need a prom queen. We need the cheer team to be able to dance again. <laughs> yeah. And then we go into a amazingly choreographed. It's they, they try to shot for shot redo the crazy Britney Spears music video. And they do a fantastic job at it. And Neil's dancing in the background and Janet's dancing and of course <laughs> Stephanie is front and center. But but it's very like, um I don't know, it's kind of fever dreamish because mm-hmm. it's like all of a sudden we jump right into this music video. And I, I even thought like, oh wow, this is so, this is wild, this is fun, oh my gosh. And it's like, 45 seconds and then all of a sudden it cuts to reality yeah and it's these kids just like jumping all over furniture and twerking on chairs and stuff and janet's dad is there with pizza watching this so all of a sudden we're getting a a jump back into reality and he's horrified and he like walks back upstairs hilarious this i had to watch it twice because it just killed me, this scene. I almost cried laughing at this scene. Everybody's had this moment, though. You're over with some friends, and all of a sudden a song comes on, and you're, like, jumping around. You're grabbing something that feels like a mic. I'm assuming. I never did this, but, like, you have done this, I'm sure. I used to make dances up to um, Saturday night. Also, um, any Spice Girls song. Um, yes, I made many a dances to the Spice Girls, as well as Shania Twain. I had a coworker just the other day. This is funny. So she's like, she's like nineteen, and I was talking about Snap, or yeah. the band artist Snap. Yes, yes. And she's like, "What is Snap?" And I said, "Well, first of all, <laughs> what the f-? like? It's it's a who, Not and a it's lot. actually a they because there's more than one person in Snap." But she's like, "Well, name a song." And and here's what I did. I'm like, rhythm. Oh rhythm is a dancer it's just our companion and she, but it was just the you know the like the rhythm 
rhythm. You know that? She's like, no. She didn't know. Come on. Oh, she did. When I actually played it. When oh, I was okay. doing just like rhythm. Oh, you mean the, the way you were that. singing it? Yeah. No. Although I do know what you're. Although I think about. I'm nailing it. To be fair. <laughs> oh, for sure. You should definitely rhythm. Put that one out on your um, self-titled album. Okay. <laughs> just Devin's rendition of <laughs> rhythm. Snap saying rhythm. Yes. <laughs> rhythm. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that's that's the album. <laughs> yes, completely. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I will buy it. So this dance or this speech that Stephanie has that convinces them all that they need to sexy dance now. I just like to say that because that's what they that's what they say in the movie. Yeah. It's for an upcoming PTA meeting. And so at the PTA meeting, the cheer squad goes rogue and does the sexy dance. Quite a dance. Everyone is appalled except for Blaine who hits on Stephanie after the meeting and tells Stephanie that he wants to hook up with her. Yeah, we're learning a little bit more about Blaine. He's still the high school love interest, but um, probably a morally ambiguous kind of piece of shit guy. A hundred percent. Yeah, don't like him. her and the cheerleaders are an overnight success. And within 12 hours, Stephanie gets like 50,000 new followers and has gone viral. Also gets tons of influencer free stuff. She gets a Canada goose jacket. That I was like, wow. If anybody's listening to this podcast and wants to send out stuff, <laughs> not quite influencer level, but we'll take some free shit. <laughs> yeah, why not? I'll throw that out there. It's funny because at this point, like Martha and Stephanie, like Martha is Stephanie's old friend and she's trying to keep the peace. She's really trying to help Stephanie, but they are conflicting a lot where Stephanie's like, we need a friggin' prom queen. But there's there's a moment where yeah. Stephanie's like, I'm new to all this stuff. Like, I just found out there's eight more Fast and the Furious movies. Okay, so do you know the top five highest grossing movies of 2002? I have them up here. So do you want to try to guess what they would be? Okay. I'm going to guess oh, 02. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to look at the series, right? Harry Potter was almost every year, mm-hmm. starting sometime around then. I feel yeah. Harry Potter on the list. Harry Potter, Harry Potter is on the list. Uh, it's number four. Hey, I got number four. Do you know which movie it would be? It might have been the first movie, actually, Philosopher's Stone. It was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. So the second oh, one. Oh, number two. Okay, yes, okay, okay. Close though. Uh, but hey, I got okay. You did. You're on the board. Uh, oh two. Everybody was obsessed with Orlando Bloom, right? Yes. So there was there was probably a Lord of the Rings thing going on. Yes, it's number three, the Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers. Yo, I'm nailing it, Kate. You are. <sighs> she made a joke about Fast and the Furious. Was there a Fast and the Furious movie? Not in the top five. Give me give me three incorrect. So that's an incorrect. I'm gonna still s- in the top ten though. Yeah, uh, top five. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I like how I'm making this game more difficult for myself. Yes, you definitely are, but that's okay. I'm I'm here for it. Yes. Signs was a movie that was coming out around then. It is six. Sorry, not top five, though. But good guess, though, because I was like totally thriller. The series, right? Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Was there a Spider-Man movie? There was a Spider-Man movie. Yo, here we go. That is at number one. So what? I'm missing one. I'm missing one. Oh, no, you're missing two. Oh, two. I'm really surprised you haven't gotten this one yet because it's a series. Kind of locked in on rom-coms. I feel like there was probably a rom-com in the top five. Oh, two... Could have been 13 going on 30? No, it is one of my faves, though. My my um, my, my uh, Greek wedding, the Greek wedding My one. big fact. Hey, wedding. here we go. Yes, you are correct. Wow. I wanted to be more body positive than saying my big fat Greek wedding, oh so I just, God. the Greek wedding one. You're <laughs> <laughs> How woke of you. I can't remember the last one, honestly. I, I wouldn't even know. Okay. I feel like I nailed it with I four. can't believe that you didn't get this one, because these are your, like, Creme de la Creme. Like, these are your wheelhouse. Star Wars. Oh, which Episode one? Episode two, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. I mean, it didn't get- Not my favorite, no. I'll be honest. So Stephanie has a heart to heart with Martha, who tells her that their high school experiences were not the same and they were very different. Steph is wondering why Martha has made the school so boring in her eyes. She tells Steph that she's gay and it made high school a uh, living hell for me. Back then I felt very alone and angry and so threatened that if I showed one iota of my real self, then I would be 
ripped to shreds. Martha's trying to make it a positive environment being at high school and that people actually enjoy being in high school. So earlier on in the movie, Seth asks Stephanie to go see a movie, which Steph tells him, no, sorry, I'm waiting for a party that night, which again... Hilarious. But also he suggested Deep Impact and she's like, oh, we watched that like three weeks ago. And he's like, well, back in 2002 (laughs) we did. Technically, I guess that's three weeks for you. So after the movie, Stephanie asks Seth um, if he had a crush on her in high school. And he says, yeah, but he knew that the date tonight was just to make Blaine jealous. And he seems okay with it. Like he just kind of accepts it. Um, They go to the bowling alley, which is so not cool anymore, but they have a really fun time together. I really like Sam Richardson in this movie. I think he needs to be in more. I loved his character in this. Sam Richardson often gets stuck in the, and we see it a lot of times with actors where they're really funny, but they just end up being like the the fifth person in a movie, like eh, just being like five or six scenes. And he's a, got a little bit more screen time in this one. Mm-hmm. I liked him. I I really really like him. Oh, as an he's actor. great. I find he's very lovable too. He, he is like his character, just like the way he the way he acts, the way he delivers his lines. Like it's just. It is. A, it, it's very huggable. Yeah. I love it. So after the whole movie debacle, Tiffany goes to her daughter, Brie, and tells Brie that she wants prom king and queen reinstated and to beat Stephanie because she is clearly still living in the past and can't let things go. So what happens? The petition goes through and they get enough votes to reinstate the prom king and queen. And OK, so my best scenes in this movie just because they're really short, they're really quick, and if you're not paying attention, like, you'll miss it, but they're pure gold, is the shit talk scenes that Tiffany and Stephanie have together. They're both going at each other with such hilarious slang, and if you don't pay attention, you miss it, and it, it like, it's pure gold. It is just too funny. So prom night is finally here. Dun, dun, dun. And she, Stephanie finally gets to wear the dress that her mom got her 20 years ago. And Seth and Stephanie go to prom together. Yeah. Yeah. And um, of course, Tiffany is the PTA mom that's there and is heading up the prom king and queen ballot box. And Tiffany's daughter is really not wanting anything to do with her mom. And you see that throughout the movie. Steph goes to, uh, she goes live to talk about voting for prom king and queen and about an after party. And (laughs) like... It's just like Blaine shows up and tries to make a move on her at her prom and then like stops it. But Seth has already seen it and then like thinks they were actually hooking up. And Seth gets like hurt where Stephanie, I think, is actually starting to develop a little bit of feelings for Seth. And then they kind of move towards announcing prom king and queen in the votes, which was really funny when Martha says, yeah, the votes for prom queen, there were over a thousand, but there's only 300 of you. So <laughs> clearly it was rigged. That's but... weird. Yeah. But <laughs> it doesn't matter because. It... Yeah. Brie stepped down. She doesn't want to be prom queen. She doesn't want to be under her mom, Tiffany's thumb. And Stephanie ends up winning prom queen. Which I thought that was really cute. You know, like Brie was cheering for her and like, you go girl. Like, I loved that. Like, everyone was just genuinely happy because that's what Steph wanted. Nobody else really wanted it. And Brie, Brie's an interesting character because I think, one, she doesn't want to be whatever her mom wants her to be. And she just want, kind of wants to be her own person. So when... Tiffany starts taking over the situation like, okay, here's what's going to happen. I've hired Steve Aoki for the after party. (laughs) Bree's like, why? Okay. Like, I don't want to do what you, what what you're telling me to do. Like, I just want to be my own person and I'm a, I'm a step down then if that's what it's going to come to. We can move forward from this like petty cheerleading rivalry. Don't tell me what to do, mom. (laughs) Okay. But can we talk about the first dance with the prom king and queen and when she takes off the skirt and it's a onesie? I love the choreographed dances in this movie. Oh my God. We get a few cheer dances, but we get this dance, which is amazing. It's also like a, so wait, did, did everybody know the dance or what, what's the deal with the dance there? You know, they I'm, both I'm knew sure. it. Yeah, they did both know it. They like, there was a lift. There was a lift um, in a onesie. There was also a lot of squatting in the onesie. Um, yeah. It was it was a lot. I didn't see that coming when she took off her skirt. 
Yeah, immediately I had a puzzled look on my face, like, oh. I was like, wait, that's that. that's a pink onesie. Mm. <laughs> like, why? But in true Rebel Wilson fashion, I will say. Yes. So everybody heads to, um, interestingly, Martha's lake house uh, because Stephanie still had the key from 20 years ago. And of course, Martha wouldn't remember that. That's where her after party is being held. Yes, her secret after party, which is obviously not secret anymore. Tiff is so petty that she calls the cops on the party and the cops come and break it up. So Stephanie takes a lift home and guess who the driver is? Deanna Russo. Yes, who's played by Alicia Silverstone. Which I've got a question. Is this like a, like obviously the names are different, but were they trying to do a a clueless same universe thing there? Oh, I never thought of that. I feel like her name would have had to be Cher though. Clueless, the movie came out in 1995. So that would mean that Deanna, or Cher is seven years older than Stephanie. I mean, the timelines, yes. The timelines kind of work out. Yes. It's close, because if now Stephanie is 37, that would mean Deanna Russo is 44. Mm-hmm. It's close. I don't know. It just occurred to me that like, you're picking a character who was huge in high school and ended up having the best life ever for the first 10 years of her life after high school, and then everything fell apart, and you're going to have Alicia Silverstone play that character. I can't not make a share clueless reference. Like... It is or connection, you know? Yes, the connection. Like, I think that was cool that they did that. I it, liked it. It's a little like... Have the cameo. And especially because we haven't seen Alicia in too, too much stuff. So, like, you see her in the car and you're like, hold up. I know. Whoa, wait a minute, you know? I know. It was cool. I, I was like, oh, my gosh. I think that's her. And and she has a heart to heart with Stephanie and kind of says, like, it's not all crapped up, cracked up to be. Like, break that crown and run now. Like, don't base your life's success on being prom queen in high school. It's like what they say, don't peak in high school. So she does a live with the help of her father, does a Facebook or an Instagram live apologizing to the people that she loves. She apologizes and then we kind of jump to graduation and her and Martha have a nice little heart to heart. They do, you know, um, resolve their differences, I guess. Her and Seth have a moment as well. She actually has a moment on stage with the whole cheer team. She brings up Tiffany and <laughs> Breeze in there to dance. It's just a nice way to play out the movie. I can't remember what song they were playing. Do you remember? C'est la vie. Wait, I think that's the second song. Oh, it is the second song. It was my favorite CD C'est like, la vie. of all time. Okay, let's jump back to now the music of 2002 because that's a great reference. Okay. I have in front of me the top... 25. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Billboard songs of 2002. Oh, wow. I feel like I listened to a lot of this on my disc man. So I'm going to give you one word, one thing, one saying. I'm going to say one thing. Okay. And you need to be able to get the song. Oof. Okay. Oof, oof. All right. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to scatter brain over the list. So, oh, this one's good. Okay. You'll get it. Baby. Oh my God. Is that Jaw Rule? Oh, you know it's Ja Rule. Oh, is it with is it the one with Ashanti? I think he has like five with Ashanti. Ah, uh, no. Okay, okay, okay. I can't remember the name of the song though. Baby. I know, I know. Um, okay, it's an it's a song with Ashanti, Ja Rule. I can't remember what it's called though. Always on time. Oh my God, Kate, okay, that was on my disc man, one hundred percent. I used to play it in the morning on my way to school. Okay, next one. Oh, um, Michelle Branch. No, I, you're on the right track though. I um, think you know it. Oh my god. And I need you. And I miss you. And I want. And now I wonder um, if I could. All, all you, isn't it? All you wanted by Michelle Branch. I literally led you right up to the lyric. It's a thousand miles. Do you remember in White Chicks, Terry yes, Crews? Yes, a hundred percent. Love that. Yes, in in the, they had a red convertible, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, a thousand miles. Okay, I love that movie. Vanessa Carlton. Vanessa Carlton. Um. Okay. How about this one? Hot. Oh, that's Nelly. Hot in here. So so hot in her. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is so fun. Oh, okay. oh, you're gonna love this one. Okay. Oh no. Right. Okay. Can I just say you're doing a really good job at like the, the th- like I have to give you props for this because I've I've gotten like half of everything at least. This is this is a voice that I do to Sarah often. Oh no. Oh, oh, Nickelback. Okay, yeah, Nickelback. This is how you remind me. Yeah, great. 
Oh my god. That was yeah, you do do that actually. That and that weird Harry Potter voice of Voldemort. Oh. It's not singing though. Harry Potter. No. Nobody wants to hear that. The boy who lived. <laughs> Come to die. Come. <laughs> to die. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. Back to the song. Back yeah. to the song. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Got to do. Got to do with it, baby. Uh-uh. What's love? Yeah, there you go. Ja Rule? No, that's not Ja Rule. Oh. It's Fat Joe. It's what? It's Fat Joe. Fat Joe. Yeah, I suppose you could confuse him with Ja Rule, but... <laughs> Well, you did the same voice a little bit. That's why. So, yeah, back to the graduations, though. Though, So, you know, they, Stephanie graduates. Everybody graduates. Seth, you know, we've we've rekindled our romance there with Seth. They finally kiss Yay. as the movie closes. Martha, we're happy with Martha again. And then, yeah, C'est La Vie to play us out and into credits. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Best song that came on. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to put this on my Spotify because it is truly a gem. Um, the music video for that, and I actually might put it in our show notes, it is disgustingly 90s. Um, like, yes. There are some things that are, are adorably 90s. There are some things that are frighteningly 90s. That is like... It's in Teletubby Land. Yeah, that's exactly it. It is in Teletubby Land. It's so Which, creepy. Like, it was after us. Like I didn't watch it, but now looking back at it i'm like oh like i feel like the kids i babysat like watched this do you remember the old like windows media player graphic mm, where it would just be yes, like a spiral of colors yes kind of feels like that in music video or form. like rolling hills yeah of, like, the grass. it's just yeah microsoft xp or whatever mm. it was called or... quick facts this is rebel wilson's second movie after isn't it romantic in which her character is in a coma the movie is set in maryland but filmed in georgia Chris Parnell, who plays Rebel Wilson's dad in the movie, is only 13 years older than her. A Moment Like This by Kelly Clarkson from the American Idol season one finale is one of the songs played in the cheer routine mix at the beginning. American Idol didn't premiere until June 2002, with the finale being in September 2002. The cheer routine takes place a month before graduation in 2002, which would be the spring before American Idol premiered. It's impossible is what you're saying. Exactly. It's a lie. Stephanie has a poster of the movie Clueless in her bedroom. Alicia Silverstone, who played the main character Cher in Clueless, makes a cameo in this movie as Deanna Russo. Honorable mentions. Okay, so my honorable mention is Chris Parnell, who plays Jim, Stephanie's dad. His lines are... Super underrated in this movie and very, very funny. I like it. I feel like he just didn't get enough, like, you know. He's one of those, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, actors. Yes, totally. Like, I, totally I can't, you're, you're in some stuff. <laughs> I, I don't remember who you played or what you did, but like, I, I know I know you. My honorable mention is Angerie Rice. Oh, okay. The original Stephanie Conway. Yes. From, from 2002. I just think that she was a really fantastic actress. I could have watched... An entire movie. I thought the of exact her. same thing. Yes, I thought the same thing. I was like, they they could have done this movie as like a '90s or early 2000s throwback movie, and I would have been completely fine with it. The, yeah, they could have done, and I mean, obviously, it's not the premise of the movie, but like, you could do an entire prequel movie of just her and Tiffany and that whole story, and I would probably enjoy it because yeah. I thought she. I mean, th- there's two parts to it, right? Because she needs to match whatever Rebel Wilson's comedy is going to be later in the movie. That's a really good point. And I thought it was seamless. Perfect, perfect performance. Agreed. What should have been? Okay, so my what should have been are, I wish Jim, Stephanie's dad, were to find somebody. Because like, Mm. you know... Because Sarah needs closure for everybody. I do. I do need closure for everybody. (laughs) So, because it's been 20 years. Like, so when, you know, the day that Stephanie went to school and went in the coma... She had made the comment saying, oh, like, there's a widower's group. Like, you should go. Like, you know, if you want to date, like, date, whatever. Um, but he still he still was single. And, I mean, teach their own. But it just would have been nice for him to find somebody. And same with Martha. I just wish Martha would have found somebody at the end of the movie. Yeah, the Martha thing for sure. Yeah. I wish we got to live a little bit longer in 2002. Oh, me too. Because I thought they nailed the era really, I, really well. I agree. With the dancing, the songs, the verbiage, all of it. The only other thing is that Stephanie, I found really, 
was never asked to address how shitty she was. She was always like, listen. That's a good point. I woke up and I'm 20 years older. And that was kind of like her scapegoat thing, which like, fair enough. That's tough. But her friends, Seth and Mar- Martha, they gave her the gears, sure. But Tiffany, for example, I didn't like how that storyline played out. Because mm-hmm. Stephanie, we found out, basically stole Tiffany's boyfriend back in 2002. Stephanie didn't know at the time. But Blaine, it turns out, cheated on te- on Tiffany with Stephanie. I would have just liked when Tiffany and Stephanie were getting back together, they were burying the hatchet. If Stephanie kind of had one line that was like, listen, by the way, back in 02, I just found out that he cheated on you with me. That sucks. Also, by the way, he's kind of a piece of shit. I know he's your husband. Maybe you should leave him. And some kind of like camaraderie, like girl power moment where they come together with that. Yeah, no, I think I think she never really truly addresses the the piece of being her like of her being selfish yeah and um they do a good job of portraying her growing up throughout the movie but they don't really address her acknowledgement of that right rewatchability my rewatchability is as follows chemistry 3.75 storyline 5 thirst factor 3 imagination 4 soundtrack 5 cheese Five for an overall score of 4.29 out of five. That's a high score, Sarah. It is a very high score. You had three fives. I did. It deserves it. Jesus. I had one five. Okay. Chemistry, 2.8. Okay. Storyline, 4.2. Thirst Factor, 2.5. Imagination, 4.5. Soundtrack, it's got to be a perfect five for five. 100%. If you don't rate it that high, you're... (laughs) Ridiculous. Uh, and cheese, I've got a four out of five. That's an overall score for me of 3.83. Hey, that's still high. It's it's fairly high. That's it, It's a good, solid movie. I feel like there's, there's a line for me where, like, if you're above a four, that's a really great movie. Just, like, between a 3.5 and a four is like, hey, thumbs up. Very, very good job. It's, but it didn't quite make it into that upper echelon for me. It made it into the... As you say, the upper echelon for for me, like you said, the movies vary. Like about time, that deserved an almost five. Oh, it was just it was emotional. It was touching. God. It was cinematically beautiful. It was, um, you know, the the casting was phenomenal. But on the flip side, you have this movie, and it just it hit different aspects of what I was looking for in a movie. Right, like it was funny. I was belly laughing. It brought me back. It was nostalgic. It was everything that I wanted to watch at that time. Like, so for me, they both deserve such high scores, but they're very, very different movies. And this has been the Rom-Com Rewind of Senior Year. If you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you are, subscribe to us, hit a bell icon. And if you want to reach out, if you heard something that you hate and you want to talk to us about, fair enough, at Rom-Com Rewind on TikTok, Instagram, and romcomrewind at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.